Well, this is Richard Wilson, CEO of the Family Office Club, with a quick update. Uh, today, I wanted to share two things which happened within a matter of about an hour of each other that I think could be insightful for anyone raising capital, working with investors, working with family offices. The first was we got a new client at uh, pitchdex.com where we put together basically an investor relations marketing agency set of solutions for people doing their pitch deck, one pager, et cetera. And the individual was looking to raise capital. He'd never raised capital for anything before. And he said that he was working on a $800 million project that he was raising capital for. But he wanted to break it down into parts, make it easier, and raise $180 million first, and then $200 million. And while it's technically possible for that to happen, I can pretty much guarantee it won't. Uh, in my experience, someone trying to raise even 20 or $30 million who has not raised a lot of capital before is going to struggle. Going for $100 million when you have no experience is going to be very, very hard. And we've talked about this before at our workshops and at our investor summits. It's good to start small and hit singles and work your way around the bases rather than go for a grand slam right out of the gates and you haven't even played high school baseball but you're trying to hit a grand slam in the majors, you know, that's $800 million raised. So I think that was one thing that happened. And I think it's just one of the common mistakes at our capital raising workshops. I talk quick. I go through 98 slides to 130 slides, depending on which one of the workshops you're at. But I share dozens and dozens of mistakes that literally could save somebody months of their life trying to raise capital for something that's never going to happen. Um, so I really encourage you to, to attend a couple of those workshops if you haven't yet. Um, the other lesson that came out was we had a charter member who um, had been a member, I think, for about a year now. And we've got getting up close to a 1,000 members now that are paying for access to the 25 events we offer. Uh, it's a little bit under a 1,000, um, but getting close. And they had reached out wanting a phone call. They said, hey, I want 30 minutes of your time. Uh, I replied, replied back saying, hey, I don't have 30 minutes of free time. Uh, to spend on the phone, but you know, shoot me an email. What are you thinking about? I'm happy to provide feedback, see how I could be helpful, uh, etc. Uh, they replied back saying, "Oh wow, that's uh, disappointing. If you don't have 30 minutes for us, that doesn't show a lot of value to us." And it's really interesting to me uh, that someone would say that, but it's also instructional for how all investors operate. Nobody wants to go to a one-hour meeting or a 30-minute meeting or a 30-minute phone call without knowing what it's about. What's on the agenda? What are you offering? Is it a Bitcoin offering? Is it a cannabis hedge fund? Is it a real estate property in Singapore? If you don't have an agenda, if you don't have materials to review first, nobody in their right mind, no investor who sees more than a couple deals per month is ever going to agree to that phone call or the meeting, or they're probably not a very good investor to be meeting with anyways, because that just means they're indiscriminately looking at everything and they don't really have a focus yet. And you might get some high net worth investors who are like that, but any family office level or above investor is not going to take meetings without an agenda and without knowing what the meeting is about. To me, it seems very fundamental, but it's also uh, commonplace that people want to meet without really explaining why. And the busier you are, the more that is just not possible. The other insight uh, that I took away from that that could be taken from anyone is working with investors is that an investor might ask you for something that's outside the scope of your services. And within reason, you want to be helpful to investors and add genuine value, but also you need to stay in your lane. If an investor has gone into one of your investment properties and you're serving him well, doing everything, keeping him informed, reporting well, 
But then they say, oh, well, can you also do property management for my sister's vacation home or for the office park we purchased? And you might be a self-storage property manager and self-storage investor. And now they're asking you to manage their office park or they're asking you to um, do something that's outside the scope of what they signed up for. Uh, I've learned over time, the longer you're in business, the more you have to really know what to, what to say yes and no to. Otherwise, you'll spend your whole life saying yes to things which are outside your scope of expertise, not what people signed up for, not what they're paying for. And if you're doing everything at the expectation level expected or hopefully a little bit above, uh, there's no need to say yes to all other requests, which is not what the person signed up for. If it's not a good fit based on the core value you're providing, then it's not a good fit and you know, you guys should uh, go your separate ways. And I, I see that as something that um, is a good lesson uh, for anyone running an operating business or an investment firm because there's distractions all over the place when you have a, a large group of investors having unique requests and they're wanting a custom fee structure or a custom investment program or a favor of some type. So anyways, I just wanted to share those two insights. Um, hope to see many of you at our event coming up in Toronto, our capital raising workshop, and then also at our London summit. We then have New York and Dallas events coming up. We've got about 14 more events in 2019 alone, and we're scheduling out our uh, several dozen events in 2020 now and getting those uh, started to be mapped out on the calendar as well. So I hope to see you soon at one of those events. Take care and please check out familyoffices.com when you get a minute.